I'm ready to go whenever you are. All right. Well, today is Friday, April 24th. This is Ninja Robot Dinosaur. My name's Brandon. And I'm Nick. Uh, hopefully you guys are uh, some repeat listeners. And we got some really good feedback from the last broadcast. And I really appreciate you guys. You guys know who you are. Several suggestions were a format. So we're gonna, we have a format for you guys. I'm going to kind of tell you how it's going to go. This is going to be a long podcast. You don't have to listen to the whole thing, or maybe you can listen to it a little here, a little there. Break it up into it, some segments. That's what I do with my favorite podcasts that yeah. are long. The good thing is you won't hear any commercials. <laughs> so the segments we're going to go, we're going to have a news segment where we're going to talk about like stories that we think are important to us or silly. We're going to have a feel-good story of the week. We're going to have a segment where we share some of our views, our personal views on things. We're going to have a segment where we rant. That's so, going to be my favorite segment, by the way, because that's just what I like to do. You know, my wife has a hard time listening to the podcast because she thinks that we all we do is complain. But it's, sort of, it's kind of a normal guy thing. It's a normal human thing. Yeah. You know, we all just like to complain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the final segment is going to be reviews. So we're going to talk about you know video games that we're playing, movies or TV shows that we're watching, stuff like that. So the first thing we're going to talk about is how to properly wear your protective equipment when you go out. And the first thing, I'm going to let Nick do most of the thing talking on this, but you don't need to wear your face mask in the car. Yeah, you don't need to wear your face mask in the car. I mean, it doesn't it defeats the purpose, okay? You wear your face mask out in public to prevent yourself from getting in contact with somebody that's got something in some way shape fashion or form. Somebody sneezes on you, you know. I don't mean to interrupt Nick, but you're not some bandito with your face mask on. No. No. <laughs> I mean, I understand if you're sitting in the parking lot about ready to go into the store and you're putting your face mask on inside your vehicle. I understand. But I'm seeing these jibs drive down the street, you know, on the freeway, both wearing masks, both wearing gloves. I mean, come on. What are you doing? When you go to a store and you're going to choose to protect yourself with personal protective equipment, what are the two things you should wear? gloves and a mask but technically in my opinion and i've heard other people say this as well you shouldn't be wearing two gloves you should only be wearing one glove and the reason being is because for example i'm right-handed okay so when i go into a store i go grocery shopping i'm the designated grocery shopper for the family Everything I touch in the store is with my right hand that's got a glove on it. The cart, the merchandise, everything that I touch, I only use my right hand because it's protected with the glove, okay? My left hand is what I use to look at my phone, use to look at the list, use to make my payment at the register. That way I'm not touching things in the store with a gloved hand and then contaminating my own stuff with those same contaminants that are on the glove. It makes no sense. Why would you protect yourself to then respread to yourself? It doesn't make any sense. Then, when you get to your vehicle and you've loaded all of your stuff into your vehicle, 
the gloves come off. The glove comes off. I don't get in my car and drive home wearing that same dirty, nasty glove that I was wearing in the store. Yeah, don't get in the car with the glove that you wore in the store. Your car is not contaminated. So, therefore, if you did have pick up some contamination on your glove, you're now bringing it into your car. Right. And here's the other thing. You should be disinfecting your car, too. You, yes, absolutely. You know, just in case something does get into the vehicle. But to be driving around with gloves and a mask on, you're just making a fool of yourself. Yeah, going to the grocery store right now is a mixture of Phantom of the Opera and bumper cars. <laughs> Everybody's dancing around with their masks, trying to, you know, do all these fancy moves <laughs> to avoid each other. It's just ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. People don't want to get in the same aisle with other people. It, I know. I, I did that myself the other day. Like, there was a guy coming towards me. He's in the middle of the of the shopping aisle. He sees me coming. Most people move. He just keeps going straight. Like, hey, this is my zone and I'm coming through. So I just, I was, I'm a non-confrontational person. So I just turned around and, you know, went down the other aisle behind him and came up behind him to get the item I needed from where he was coming from. Because he did not want to share any space with me. Which is fine. I, everybody's going to interpret this thing a little bit differently. I'm not super into social distancing but i'm respecting others people other people's wishes to practice social distancing that's all i have on that do you have anything else you want to No, it's just use con i mean I, I i say this term lightly and i know i probably shouldn't use this term but use common sense yeah that's that's where i'm at common sense isn't very common anymore i get that but come on people use your brain yeah why would you use personal protective equipment and then put that same contaminants into your own space? It yeah. just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There is no sense in that because it's not it's not common sense. Another thing we're going to talk about is we both have young children at home, so we can't podcast from our homes. It's it's just too hard. My son would be banging on the door, "Hey, Dad, Dad, I want to do the podcast. You know, can I watch TV? I want a snack." You know, you guys with kids know how it is. So it would be really difficult. Nick's got the same thing going on. So it's hard for us to kind of find locations for us to podcast. What we've been doing is Airbnb. So we don't know what we're going into. We haven't found a specific location that's going to work for us. You know, we'd like to find something that's going to work for us permanently, whether it's an Airbnb or our own office. Right now, we don't want to dump a bunch of money into our own office. So we've been airbnb we haven't found a great location yet. Keep in mind, we don't have sponsors or anything like that. Maybe one day we will, but everything that we're doing is coming solely out of our pockets. So it's not like, especially right now, with not having very much income, to be able to just go and spend all this extra money to to get a like a formal office or a podcasting studio. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we're, we, I think, what you're kind of saying is we want some suggestions. Looking for some suggestions, and they can be emailed to Ninja Robot Dinosaur One at Ninja Robot Dino one at gmail.com. Yeah, that's it. Uh, also, I, the reason why I'm saying that is the particular location we're at today is a guest house. It's a nice house. It's a nice It's a nice guest house. It's a very nice property, uh, but they do have chickens and dogs, and we didn't know about that. So if you happen to hear a chicken or a dog in the background that we can't edit out, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, we actually... <laughs> I have a spot that I will be editing out, but the dog was just howling away 
Like he was howling at the moon and it's, you know, not a problem. I love dogs. I have dogs. I get it. But the whole purpose of us spending this money is so we can have a quiet place to do this because with audio and recording, you need as much silence as possible. I mean, we actually unplug the fridge in most locations so that that background noise does not affect the audio quality. And so it's just a little frustrating when you get to a place and they have not disclosed that, hey, there's dogs, there's chickens, you know. I mean, why don't they just put an elephant over here? I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, uh, Just a tip. If you ever have to Airbnb locally, it seems to be Airbnb hosts are very wary of why you would want to rent their place locally. If they ever ask, which it seems like they always ask now because I'm I'm Airbnb where I live, they know where I, where I live, they know that I'm Airbnb in the same town. I always tell them I just need a quiet place to finish some work. If you give them any other like, if you tell them you're doing a podcast, you're probably not going to rent to you just for security purposes. They the the first time we tried to rent, we had that happen. The, yeah. the guy was like, "Well, what are you guys doing? Well, are you, like, are you going to bring a whole studio into my house? No, we're, we got two <laughs> microphones, a laptop, and a couple mic stands. I mean, just relax, dude. All we're doing is sitting on the furniture. I mean, literally right now we're sitting on a couch and a chair, and we're we're recording this podcast. Yeah, your average Airbnb guest is probably doing far more disgusting things on a podcast in your in your home. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> your cleanup." is way more involved when somebody actually stays at your home versus what we're doing. Right. All we're doing is utilizing the space. Very low impact. Very low impact. We're not staying the night. We're just here for a couple hours. Very quiet. But with that being said, it's 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 expensive when you continue when you're continuing to do these, you know, over and over. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever rented an Airbnb, but uh, oh, and that gives me the other thing. These cleaning fees are getting way out of it's hand. It's crazy way out of hand and i understand you got extra cleaning supplies you have to buy right now but if you have a 70 or 80 dollar you know rental rate and then your cleaning fees 100 150 dollars you 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 need to reevaluate your life okay it's that's just ridiculous i mean I, I don't even know what else to say about that but it's just very frustrating and very irritating but to wrap that kind of up that's what we're looking for we're looking for some suggestions on where to go or if you guys can recommend obviously you don't know where we live which we're just doing that to protect ourselves but if you can give us some sort of general idea of what you would recommend to do as far as a podcast studio we would greatly appreciate it yeah so let's go into the news is there uh, any particular news you'd like to talk about Nate? oh absolutely all right go ahead absolutely. fire away and i'm gonna try and not rant about this too much because i know we have a rant segment coming up But this new news that Donald Trump, the President of the United States, suggested that people ingest Lysol is absolutely asinine. He in no way suggested, if you read and you listen to the thing, if you listen to the press conference, he did not suggest ingesting any of these forms of cleaning supplies. Come on, people. This is common, common, common sense. You obviously cannot ingest bleach. You cannot ingest Lysol. You cannot ingest these things. It's You will die from ingesting them. The president has, he has this way of doing things and he has this way of talking where sometimes he's, 
just kind of brainstorming to himself while he's speaking. And that's what he was doing because they were giving a presentation on the effects on surfaces of these cleaning supplies and how they were affecting the, sur the, the surface and what they were doing when the virus was on the surface. And so he was basically brainstorming out loud, well, man, if you can get that to work on a surface, you know, how could you get that to work on the inside of your body? No way, shape, fashion, or form was he suggesting to ingest Lysol or alcohol, whatever they call that alcohol, or bleach or anything like that. Stop. Stop. It's ridiculous. The mainstream media is absolutely out of line. They should be severely penalized for what they are doing in this country. They are way out of line. And it's disgusting to me that we have no checks and balances for this. And we just allow these people, no matter what network you watch, all of them provide false information to the American people. And that's not the way it should be. They're all terrible. They're all I don't terrible. care which which outlet you're you're using. I don't like any of them. I don't watch any of them. I get my own news and I research it. Uh, I use a site called Drudge. That's my favorite site to use. And as a matter of fact, kind of going off course here, there's an article on here about a guy wearing an 95 mask while he's driving and he passed out. He had it on for several hours. <laughs> so that's, uh, I felt like I'm a little ahead of the game on that. Feeling good about that. It's it's just it's the media is just out of all the things in this world that frustrate me that's one of the highest it's it's so it's so gross to me that they can just sit there and lie and manipulate and change things to fit the narrative that they want things to fit and there's no accountability and I don't know how do you even, how would you even make them accountable. How would you even do that? Would you would you have an oversight committee? Would you fine them? Would you penalize? Well, there them? used to be libel laws, right, in this country, where if you reported misleading or fake news, you were penalized. I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I don't know when that went away. But regardless, I I do find some really fascinating stories. You know, they're talking about suspending the election or pushing the election back, but they're having an NFL draft right now. If you can create and set up to have a virtual draft in the National Football League, everything is virtual. You have 32 NFL teams, okay? You have owners, you have GMs, you have head coaches, you have the commissioner's office. You have literally hundreds of people involved in this NFL draft. And you can do all of this virtually in a timely manner. We can figure out how to have an election. Yeah. To say that we need to delay the presidential election in November is just ridiculous. Come on. Stop. Just stop it. Figure it out. We have brilliant people in this country. But just stop. Okay? You need to relax. Because I'm getting really irritated with it. it it's I, a crazy world we're living in. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's never going to be... Think of, like, how they're going to make movies... Like, you can't, like, make a movie right now and show, like, people eating at a restaurant because it's not realistic. Right. Nobody's going to be able to relate to that. And I don't know when things are going to get back to normal, but 
I don't think I don't think there is a going back to normal. Yeah, that's what mo- that's what I hear from most people. That's what most people are saying. What I, what I, used to be boring isn't so boring anymore. Right. You know, deciding what restaurant you're going to go to, sitting down, you know, enjoying them. I hate bringing food to my house. I freaking hate it. It's See, I've I'm, always hated that. I'm the exact opposite. I love it. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. I I just I why bring something into your home that was made in it's gonna stink the only thing that doesn't stink your house is pizza that's the only one i'm okay with but (laughs) burgers and fries or chinese or italian just learn how to cook we could live together because i'm completely i already there's a lot of reasons why we couldn't live together (laughs) but going back to that i mean there's a lot of things that are never going to be the same i can tell you right now and this is not a sign of disrespect to anybody but the likelihood that I will never shake hands with people again is pretty high. Yeah. For what? You know, you can be just as courteous and just as as friendly to people without shaking their hand as you can with shaking your hand. That's one of those things that, in my opinion, is not necessary. I will always use a glove when I go to a gas pump. Yeah. I always do. It's Well, it's muscle memory. Like when we first arrived here today, she... You know, instantly went wanted to you know just went to shake her hand. Right. Then she, you know, I think everybody's going through that. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just she reminded herself that she is social distancing, but it is normal. And I would have shaken her hand if she wanted to shake my hand. You know? But I'm not going to go out of my way to shake people's hands. No, no. You know, it's that's just one of those things. But I I just don't see how after such a prolonged period of time in the environment that we're in how you can just say okay we're gonna go right back to normal i don't think that's possible did you know that they are like nascar drivers are like doing like virtual nascar on sundays i did and one of them got released from his team because he used a racial slur yeah yeah i had i had no idea like they were doing that and i turned on a channel the other day and it was nba 2K Sports, like, they were playing the video game. Really? Like, on it was, like, on a Fox Sports channel. Hmm. I, I don't know. It's just weird. That is weird. That's really weird. Like, people... I mean, I, I watch people stream games, like, you know, like, sh- big streamers. I enjoy it. But, like, watching... I don't know. For that to be on TV... Well, they're just trying to make as much content as they can for people to, so they're not losing their minds. I guess people are going crazy. I don't like sports. I'm not a sports guy. so I'm not a big sports guy either. I mean, I'll, I'll turn on something occasionally. I'm more of a championship guy. So when the championship comes on, like, for example, I'm not a huge golf guy. I'd love to learn how to play golf. I'd like to, now would be the perfect time to learn how to play golf, but you can't go because all the golf courses are shut. Uh... But like for example, when the Masters are on, I will I, I'll watch the Masters. When NBA Championship is on, I'll watch the Championship, right? When the Major Leagues uh, is it called the Major League Series? What's it called? The Royals. I have I no know. idea. I don't watch sports. I don't, I, don't I don't know what it's called. The baseball one where you where the, the World Ch- Series. The World Series. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> See, that's how much I know about baseball. Uh, the World Series. I'll turn on the World Series and watch the World Series because I just like. I like the competitive nature, and I like seeing the best of the best compete. But all the rest, I'm not interested. I can watch a baseball game. I like baseball is a little bit different. There's, for me, I just feel like there's a lot of cool 
unspoken rules in baseball that I really like. And I think there's some strategy there. You know, these guys are, I mean, all professional athletes are master of their class, but I, I, baseball is something I will turn on if there's absolutely nothing else to watch. I just need some like background noise. I'll turn it on. Right. It's, it is good for that because it's long. It's, I like the commentary. Commentary is usually pretty good. Yeah. Some of it's funny. Um, one thing I would like to touch on is what we brought up just a second ago, or I brought up, with that that NASCAR driver that was suspended or released from his team for using a racial slur. Um, I think we need to give people a little bit more grace in life. And what I mean by that is we have such a mentality in this country and in this world where everything somebody does especially if they're a star is scrutinized you can't relax people you can't it's, you can't do that people are human you can't you you can't it's you can't do it you can't if you don't then you're condoning it i don't understand what you're saying you're saying you can't relax you can't give people the grace that you think that this guy deserves no you definitely can no you no you I can disagree. come out you can come out and say Look, what you did was wrong, and you need to apologize for it. But to have the guy be removed from his racing team because he said the N-word, live streaming in a competitive situation while he's driving a, a, a simulated car, and it's important <laughs> to him? Well, you got to think about it. He can't go drive a real car right now. It's probably in his contract. I'm sure it, um, these contracts are so detailed and so hard to read. I guarantee you that is written somewhere. It probably is. And so they have to enforce it. I understand that. But what I'm saying is the whole premise of that is wrong. I, he, I, I completely disagree with you. I don't. So I'm not going to disagree with myself, obviously. But yeah. people make mistakes. Have you ever made a mistake? Yeah. Okay. I've paid for it. You have, right. Mm-hmm. But there's also mistakes that you've made where you haven't paid for it. I you can't you can't let it, somebody get away with that. I'm I, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I think you can. And not I'm not saying that you let them get away with it. That's that's the wrong, it's the wrong way of saying it. But I think there's different ways that you can go about things. Bro, you're all in or you're all out. No, that's, that's there's wrong. no in between. That's wrong. When you're when you compete at a high level like that, and you got people that look up to you, and you're getting paid a lot of money, you need to behave appropriately and that is inappropriate behavior i'm not saying it's not inappropriate well i don't think that there's any it is inappropriate there are consequences for inappropriate behavior especially when you're a professional athlete because you are in the spotlight i'm not saying there shouldn't be and i'm not saying that what he did wasn't wrong because it was wrong and he should have had consequences but what i am saying is that i think just in general, and this is not isolated to this incident. There's been incidents with actors and actresses and every, I mean, all these people where they do one little thing and everybody has this mob mentality and wants to pitchfork against them. Where do them. you draw the line? Where do you start the line? Harvey Weinstein. Okay, that's that's an extreme example. Okay, so at what point was it okay and what point was it not okay? Between what Harvey Weinstein did and what this NASCAR driver did are two completely different realms. Okay, One is grossly affecting people's lives in a negative way, criminally affecting their lives, doing things that are against the law. 
and one is saying a singular word. It's hate speech. Saying a singular word during a live stream NASCAR event. We're, we're, I think we need to move on. I, I think we're not going to come to any conclusion on this or any closure. You're going to feel one way. I'm going to feel the other. We'd like your feedback. We would. Yeah. You know where we, to send it. Yeah. Send it ninja robot one at gmail.com. We would definitely like to hear what you guys think about this. Cause obviously we're at an impasse We're we, this is one thing that I really admire about Brandon's friendship. I consider him a really good friend. We can have disagreements and still be really good friends. And you don't see that so much anymore. You don't see that hardly any anymore. And people think that, oh, well, because they disagree with me, I we I can't even talk to them. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. So we're gonna agree to disagree for now. I I am curious to see if I'm right and more people agree with me. (laughs) Richard Gere had a baby at seventy years old today. I have no idea who Richard Gere is. I for some of you young listeners, I'm sorry. Richard Gere was a... You act like you're so much older than me. You're not even a decade older than me. Richard Gere is a popular actor in the late 90s, early 2000s. One of his more popular films was Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. That one? Yeah. Well, that's a song. That's a song, I know. But wasn't that song song on the show? Yeah. On the movie or whatever? Of course. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Any other news you want to talk about? Um, We got the N95 mask driver that passed out. We talked about Trump and his statements and his non-statements, right? I don't even know what to talk about coronavirus. I, I don't really want to talk about it that much. Yeah, I really it's don't. probably a really boring subject because, yeah. well, I'm very interested in it, but I'm interested in it for... Different reason. Yeah, I I uh, guess I'm a little bit of a conspiracy too, theorist, so I don't think you guys want to hear We're that. We're interested in it for the same reason, but we don't need to go There's into so that. much terrible information i mean just crap after crap it's just garbage it's it i I take it serious but it's crap information yes nobody knows what they're talking about everybody on the news is a doctor now oh yeah dr hannity nine phds oh yeah yeah (laughs) just give me a break i mean you're just garbage yes uh That's all I really got for news. Yeah, let's let's move on from news. Okay, so we got the feel good story. I don't know if we have one this week. I don't have one this week. I, I uh, spent most of my days kind of just rearranging things around the house, yeah. reorganizing things. I got to get out the house, you know, every day. I even if I just t- I maintain a classic car. So I drive that car around. I don't get out. I just drive around, you know, check the oil, maybe take it to a park and wipe it down a little bit. You know, nothing crazy. But I don't really have any feel-good stories. I haven't really been out in public. Me neither. I haven't really done anything nice for anybody but myself or my family. Right. So those don't really count. Yeah. I haven't witnessed anything, unfortunately. So we're going to go ahead and skip that. I wish I had something for you guys on that. Please send us, if you guys have feel-good stories, we would like to highlight them on the show. Yeah, whether it's something you did that we can share, or whether it's something you witnessed, or something you even you heard. Um, but I like to go from recent experiences. I got plenty of feel-good stories from the past, but I think it's important to have something more recent than that. On, on the subject of feel-good, really quick, because this is kind of makes me feel good when I see this. 
you know, a lot of businesses are struggling right now and a lot of businesses are trying to do the right thing. But I read a story the other day of this business owner that I don't remember if they sold one or two of their cars to pay their employees their salaries for one month just to try and help them make their ends meet. That's going above and beyond the call of action, in my opinion. And I salute that business owner and I salute a lot of other business owners that are doing similar things. They're not required to do anything like that, but that just shows that they care about their people. I It's really sad. These restaurants that I used to go to that I supported, it's really sad to see that like their handmade signs like in front of their business, like we're serving takeout, you know, and it's like, I don't, I don't want takeout bacon and eggs. I can make bacon and eggs at home. Yeah. You know, but it's sad. I want to stop, but I, well, you should stop. I mean, at least once in a while you should stop. Just be, dude, they're trying to survive. I know. I feel so bad. It's for any of you in the industry, uh, I'm sorry. I hope you guys are getting the support you need. I hope maybe unemployment is there for you. Um, if you haven't gotten your stimulus check, I will say that they did update the site today to enter your banking information. So at least for us, yeah, ours has been on. We haven't been able to check it for two weeks. I, every morning we've been texting, "Hey, did you? Can you get in? Can you get in?" And for us, we were able to get in this morning. So. Yeah, and it's not necessarily that I need it, but I'm paying for it. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you right now, if you got a bank account. With more than a hundred grand in it, or you're under the age of fifty, you're going to be paying for it. You're going to get taxed by gangsters in a suit for the rest of your life. <laughs> you are going to pay for it, and your kids are going to pay for it. You have no idea. This ain't no joke. No, this amount of money that we're spending. No, you get your twelve hundred dollars. Your twenty-four hundred dollars. Your twenty-nine hundred dollars. You are going to pay tenfold on that. I guarantee it. Trust me. Yep. And they, speaking of which, shame on Harvard for taking money from that stimulus for small businesses. They didn't take it. Yeah, they did. Nope. Trump asked for it back, and they wouldn't give it back. They are giving it back. They issued a statement yesterday saying they're giving it back. All right, well, then edit it out. Or they're not taking it. I'm not going to edit it out. (laughs) Shame on all the big businesses that took that money. Shame Shame on all of them. I'm not even going to go into the companies that are doing it because there's a lot of misinformation. But Not only shame on the companies, shame on the banks. Okay, I don't know if a lot of people know this. The government enlisted the help of financial institutions to deliver this money for small businesses, the small business loans and all that because they are the ones that are used to handling all this. And that money that has been set aside for these small businesses has been grossly mismanaged. I mean, so mismanaged. It's not even funny. And it is absolutely disgusting to me that this is occurring in the what I consider the greatest country in the world. It just needs to stop. We need to have better checks and balances for things like this. We are spending an astronomical amount of money. I mean, more money than... I, you can't even comprehend how much how much is a trillion dollars. Do you I mean Google online what a trillion dollars in cash in hundred dollar bills would look like. What volume that would take up. And still it's hard to imagine. And we are spending trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars 
like it's water. And if we're going to do that, it needs to be managed properly because Brandon's right. We're going to pay for it in the end. If you think that we're all just getting stimulus checks and all this extra unemployment money and all that stuff and it's just going to magically appear in print, come on. This is the problem. So this is the problem with the news. I'm reading an article from two days ago. Harvard Harvard says it will not take bailout cash. You go down one day ago. Under pressure, Harvard to take $9 million of the $40 million they were going to get. There's just, who knows what anymore? You got Forbes saying one thing. You got Fox saying the other. That's who true. Who knows? That's true. You could who be, knows? Who knows? $9 million, that's a drop in the bucket. For Harvard. Yeah. yeah. But they shouldn't be accepting that kind of money. They're not even in school. No. They're, they're not even doing anything. No. They already <laughs> charge. Listen. <laughs> I don't want to, I'm not going to. I don't want to go so far down this road here right now, but I'm going to tell you right now, they're charging too much money. All colleges are charging too much money. It does not. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's just, it's gross. Yeah. It's disgusting, and I don't like it. Okay? So, anyways, let's let's move on. We, we, kind, of went to, we kind of went to the feel-good for a second, and then we moved past well, it back we're, to news. We're in views right now. Yeah, we're sort we're of in views. views. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Definitely. I've got, I've got a lot of views. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, I don't know. So I told my wife I'm going to cancel our cable subscription, finally. after We keep the cable subscription really for the dog. He likes Turner Classic Movies. That's our go-to channel when we want to like just have something on that's safe for the kid. You know, uh, they it's like watching another time. And, and you are. You're watching stuff from the 30s and 40s, but people speak differently. They dress differently. They act differently. There was no foul language. There was no, you know, making fun out of people or using other people as a joke to, you know, it, 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 it's just good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So I called AT&T Uverse, and I go through, I don't know, about 30 minutes of prompts and hold and waiting only to get a message saying, due to COVID-19, I was not able to cancel my subscription. How is that? How is that even possible? I, I don't know. That's why I wrote it down. So They won't let you cancel your service due to COVID-19. Correct. But they're going to make you pay for it. Yeah. How is that legal? It's not. How can you do that? I honestly think if you challenge that in a court of law, it wouldn't be legal. Well, so are, I you, under, that- are you under a contract? No. So you're under no contract? No contract. And they won't let you cancel your service? No. That's against the law. I can almost... Well... I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I can pretty yeah. much guarantee you well, it's I, against I, the law. Yeah, let me... So let me let me finish. So I decide I have two options. Uh, call and act like I'm going to upgrade. Well, I'm sure I'll get somebody on the phone for that, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. Or just take my... Autom- you know, take the automatic payment feature off and just deal with it when somebody decides to contact me about my bill. Yeah, I would probably do the first one. Yeah, so that's what I did. Yeah. Well, my wife was teasing me. She's like, you're not going to cancel. You're not, you're, you know, because I'm kind of a pushover sometimes, I guess. And Anyways, I was able to get them to cut my bill in half for a year and keep all the same content. So you pushed over. I Well, so it was like $100 to keep my internet a month. Or it was $119 to keep cable and my internet. So you don't have... 
Do you have DirecTV? I have AT&T Uverse. Well, I don't know what that is. Yeah. They're, so it's different. DirecTV and AT&T Uverse are different? No, every time I call, they try to get they try to get me to switch to DirecTV. Because they own DirecTV. They do, yeah. Yeah, So, but I don't, I don't want to have a satellite dish on my house. So is AT&T, AT&T Uverse, is that just like local channels? Or is it full on? It's just like whatever you get. Or, well, you don't have cable. I don't it's, have it at all. It's local. It's, you know, like channels I enjoy are History Channel. So how many, do you, I mean, do you have like less than 100 channels or more than 100 channels, would you say? Oh, there, there's 300 channels. Okay, so it's it's like full-blown cable. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. So I mean, for 20 bucks, it is what it is. Yeah. So I it, spend more than that on, on my subscriptions for my Apple TV. Yeah. And I have the same thing. I have to pay for internet, but I have fiber optic internet. Yeah. So uh, the point of that story right there is if you guys got some kind of subscription service, especially one like cable right now, give them a call and uh, tell me when to cancel and see what kind of offers they're going to. They're not going to just say, okay, and turn your cable off. They're going to throw some different offers at you just because of the the circumstances. Maybe save you guys a little bit of money there. They definitely want to keep your business. Yeah. That's for sure. You know, I'm just not a fan of those big companies. I I deal with them on... uh, as limited of a basis as I well, possibly can. Yeah, I mean, being told I couldn't cancel because of COVID nineteen was really like. I would have canceled pretty, just out of principle. Oh, um, my wife would have said she said the same thing. That would have really, really irritated me. I mean, I get irritated about little things, but that would just have probably sent me over the edge. Yeah, you know, but it is what it is. I guess you got a good deal if they saved you a bunch of money. Yeah. One of our listeners asked us to talk about uh, driving etiquette. And Nick, I know you're on the road a lot. I, I, I consider myself a little bit of a road warrior, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've, you spend a lot of time in your car just due to the nature of where we were employed and where you live. And um, you kind of live in somewhat of a rural area, so you kind of have to go... We have of... things, but you, we don't have things, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So... Anything like you would like to talk about? Well, okay, so I I'm gonna be the first to admit I'm not the I'm not super road rage, but there are things that people do on the road that really 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 irritate me. Okay, I don't really speed. I mean, sometimes every once in a while there's an instance where I'll be speeding a little bit. But you're not, I'm not going 90 miles an hour on the freeway. It's just not my style. I'm usually in the first or second lane. Sometimes I'm even behind the semis, you know, just cruising right along, moving right along, whatever. These people that weave in and out of traffic like they're going to get somewhere ahead of schedule should really be penalized. And I mean more than a speeding ticket. I'm not going to go as far as I really want to go right now with this. But if you have zeroed guard for other people's safety, which is what it is, if you're weaving in and out of traffic, barely missing people's bumpers, and you have blatant disregard for other people's safety, I'm just going to say you've, you've got what's coming to you. Okay, It is wrong. Slow down. You're all going to get to the same place at the same time. I, I can guarantee you that. Okay? We've all had it. We've all done it where you're driving properly. Somebody else is driving like an idiot. And you both end up to the stoplight at the same exact time. 
or actually you get ahead of them because you were going slower. They're stopped the stoplight. The light turns green and now you're ahead of them. And what do they do? Ramrod all the way up to the next light to stop. And you're just still going the same speed and then you go past them again. It's just a cat and mouse game. But that person that's speeding, especially, I mean, okay, if you want to speed on the freeway, go ahead a little bit, you know, whatever. But to be speeding in the city, down residential roads, I live on the end of a cul-de-sac. Well, it's, it's sort of a cul-de-sac. It's like a half cul-de-sac. So you can, it's in the corner and you can still, there's two streets that go into it. So it's kind of that little, it's like a little L shape, basically. People speed through there all the time. Every time I'm out there, and if somebody's speeding through that neighborhood, I will yell at them to slow down. Kids play out there. It is ridiculous that you think you're in such a big hurry that you need to speed through there. I've actually contacted my city and told them that I was going to put out speed bumps. But they told me they'd find me if I did it, so I didn't do it. But I've seen people on the internet that will like stand in their neighborhoods with a hairdryer and act like they're like <laughs> radaring you. I, I thought that was pretty funny. I notice uh, where I live, a lot of people put up those, um, like, kids playing, like, the little neon, neon ones, with that yeah. little hat. Yeah. Like, I've seen people block off their entire street. In my neighborhood, that does nothing. People uh, don't care. Yeah. In my neighborhood, uh, definitely run into some issues. Yeah. Mainly because there's a lot of law enforcement yeah. in my neighborhood. Uh, the My biggest pet peeve... I consider myself somewhat of an aggressive driver, but not unsafe. You know, I'm I'm very careful. I do speed, um, but I I don't know why I do it. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, I have no idea why I do it. But the one thing that really bothers me is when I'm in the fast lane, and there you can clearly see that there's a car in front of me that I'm keeping a safe distance from, that's prohibiting me from going faster than I'd like to go. And you're tailgating me. Yeah. Or you whip around me. Oh, yeah. To close that distance. Yeah. So now I'm even in a more unsafe space. Correct. Yeah. I want to get out of the car and just have some words with you yeah. really quickly. Yeah. Because that is so frustrating yeah. to me. Like, you can clearly see I'm maintaining a safe distance. Obviously, I'd like to go faster. I can't do anything about that guy in front of me. Right. I'm not going to pass on the right. I just don't do that. That will kill somebody someday. But don't tailgate me. Right. There's no there's no need for there's it. There's nothing I'm doing wrong. Right. It's it's just frustrating. People have no disregard for other people's safety. If I I don't care what vehicle I'm in, if I'm in a semi truck or if I'm in a Porsche, if I can't see your license plate in my rear view mirror, you're too close. Back up. Check yourself. Don't tailgate me. Do not tailgate me. And I'm going to be honest, I've brake checked some people before. I've never done that. <laughs> I've brake checked some people before, and I'm not proud of that. But you know what? People need to learn to not tailgate other people. That's <coughs> I, I, do, I really uh, am, not, I am not advising anybody to brake check. I'm not either. Absolutely you, not. You will kill somebody. It's, it's real. I, that's why I said I'm not proud of it, but... You know, people are just so irresponsible on the roadway. And I guess probably we're going to get some comments saying I'm irresponsible for breaking checking somebody. Yeah, but. well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you 
<laughs> it is irresponsible. You are I very know irresponsible. It's, irresponsible. it's very unsafe. But with as much time as I spend on the road, it is so frustrating to me, man. It is so frustrating to me. When you're trying to do the right thing. What's the best thing to do when somebody's tailgating you and there's a car in front of you? Either as soon as, soon as you can, move over. What if you're on a two-lane road? Well, then there's another lane. No. One lane going one way, one lane going the other. Nothing. There's nothing you can do. There has been times when it's been safe and somebody's been tailgating me for so long and it's so frustrating to me that I will literally pull off the side of the road in a safe location to let them pass. That's the best thing to do. Because all I'm doing is letting it fester and getting more frustrated. Yeah, you just need to remove on. yourself from that situation. Correct. So, And I, people... I've seen some really crazy road rage on the on the freeway. Yeah. Or some really crazy. I mean beyond crazy and i i wish and i've thought about it i wish there was either a civilian or a law enforcement agency developed solely for monitoring the freeways especially here in california in undercover vehicles there are there are but there's, I have not, a fr- a, but I have there's a friend, not enough no i have a friend that does it you know he but he, is, he, is he law enforcement yeah he's uh, highway patrol yeah I'm saying I wish there was probably a civil. I wish you could like make a civilian company that was authorized with some of the law enforcement authorizations that would just solely monitor traffic flow on the freeways. Well, I think that's what the CHP is for. Yeah, I they get dispatched to all these other locations right. doing other things. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, if if you have a house that is not considered city mm-hmm. and you're on the county property even though it's in the city either the chp or the sheriff's department is going to get dispatched even though there's a police station you know one mile down the street right. right or the police will respond to your neighbor's house but not yours because yours is considered county and there's considered city so we've mentioned that i'm, I'm a somewhat of a rural area yeah. well about a year and a half ago i wrecked my car into a telephone pole long story i'm not going to talk about it but there was such <laughs> dis there was such misinformation on whose jurisdiction it was so the county showed up, the city police showed up, and CHP showed up, and they were like arguing over who was going to write the report because they didn't know whose jurisdiction it was because of the corner that I was was on. Yeah. And it was less than a mile from my house, which is in the city limits. Mm-hmm. And so that just it it reevaluates what we were just saying or re reiterates what we were just saying, which is these agencies get taken to different locations for reasons and they're not able to focus right. on the task at hand. Yeah, and I wish that they were solely just solely monitoring freeway. on the freeway. I I love when I see a CHP car. Oh yeah, you know, even though I'm I'm a fast driver, if I get a ticket, that's my bad. Yeah. I accept responsibility. I'm not gonna lie about. It. I'm, you know, you do the crime, you got to do the time. Yep. You know, I'm okay with it. Uh, but I like when I see a CHP car on the freeway. Absolutely. I dislike. 100%. A particular situation that I was involved in where a guy came to a place that I was at. He was a government employee. He was just driving a uh, regular old truck. You would never know it's a government-owned truck. It wasn't California, uh, uh, the license plates that say California exempt or whatever. You'd never know this guy was driving a company vehicle, government company vehicle. He backed into a $100,000 car. With his government vehicle doing a recreational activity in a government vehicle. 
the CHP had to come out and write the report because he was a government employee in a government car. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The, the CHP had to come out and write the report. Probably spent about two hours of his time there when he could be doing way more important things. But he was probably getting paid for those two hours. Who? The guy that backed into the car. Of course he was. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's great. Great I, management of time and money. I don't know who made that rule. I've, I'm sure a sheriff or a traffic uh, traffic police department officer is fully capable of writing the same report. I think, a but taking a cadet, a, yeah, is. I mean, he just backed into a car. What's the big deal? Right. Why does the CHP need to be taken off of the busy roadways at a busy time of day to write a report for a, a thousand dollar car accident? It, it it makes no sense no. to me, none whatsoever. But yeah, they they need to. I think they either need to way beef up, and this is not just in our state. I know a lot of states are the same. They need to beef up the patrols on highways because that's where craziness happens, man. I mean, I drive somewhere between thirty and forty thousand miles a year, and I I've just seen so much craziness. Yeah, and the majority of it is because people are in a hurry. Yeah, and they're not going to get there any faster. Just leave a little bit earlier. Yeah, if I have a place that I know is an hour away, and I have to be there, I'm leaving an hour and twenty to an hour and thirty minutes in advance. Yep. You know, I'm giving myself some leeway. That's just the way I am. Mm-hmm. It's the way I was taught. If you're not fifteen minutes late, uh, fifteen minutes early, you're late. You know? Same here. It's just it is what it is. But as far as etiquette, just drive safe and don't tailgate and you know use I, your turn signal i don't care if you drive a bmw use your turn signal i'm gonna say use your turn signal if there's people around if there's nobody around you like i do it all the time if the freeway is empty as far as i can see in front of me and as far as i can see behind me i'm not using my turn i i when i drive my car i like to pretend like i'm a pilot in a jet <laughs> right <laughs> you know like everything's calculated yeah. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to move over to the next lane, there is a procedure for doing that. Right. Just like if you were flying a jet and you were going to do a loopy loop. Yeah. <laughs> There's True. a procedure for that. True. So I like to practice a, a safe procedure, whether there's cars around or not. Because the minute that you don't think there's a car around, there, prob- there will be at some point. So you like to practice safe procedures? Yeah. In your car? Yes. Do you drive with one hand or two? I drive with two hands. All the time? No. So, sometimes I will drive with one okay, hand. so that's, that's not a safe procedure. You're right. They're right. There are... There are I mean, <laughs> you're right. Sometimes the pilot will take his hand off the, the, the stick, I'm sure. I, I highly doubt that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a professional pilot, but I'm just saying... Well, actually, that's probably not, right. There's autopilot. Yeah. You're yeah. right. So... I, not that they directly relate to each other, but yeah, sometimes if it's a straight road, I might just, which there happens to be a lot of where we live. We live on a grid. Yeah. I will drive with one hand on the steering wheel. Another thing I like to do is if I see brake lights up ahead, I will pump my brakes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I will tap my brakes to get my, my brake lights flashing for the guy behind me to get his attention. And if I can see... if. If I can see a ton of brake lights, like it's stopped, I'll do the same thing, but I'll also turn on my hazards. Yeah. Just because it's important because some with a solid brake pedal, people don't always register that. But the flashing light 
helps people. Yeah. It catches the attention. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's another good tip. Yeah. But just be safe, man. Just Everybody's driving. I, I said this on the last, last podcast. People are driving so angry. Oh. It's getting worse. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the economy, if it's their, their stocks, or, or if they're just, you know, cooped up at home. I don't know. It could be a combination of all that stuff, but... Seriously, I wish more people listen to this. Just relax. Absolutely. Take it easy. It is what it is. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. There's not many places to go. No, there's not. And I'm noticing more and more people are starting to go out. And, you know, I'm look, I'm not going to say that what is going on in some places isn't warranted in some places as it is. But... If you don't have to go out somewhere, then don't go out. Yeah. There doesn't make any sense. If well, you want to go drive, whatever, drive. Yeah. But you're going to tell me that a thousand people need to be in Walmart right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Relax. Yeah. yeah. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Chill out. You know? It's crazy. I was just thinking about this. We were talking about, you know, you don't know why people are driving so angry. And I just thought to myself, I wonder how many people are spending time with their spouse and they're like, Man, I don't like this person. This person, you know that. You know, personally, I am more happy now than I probably have been in a very long time, and I am so enjoying my family. I'm I'm right there with you, and I think it took a little bit of getting used to for them. But my wife, God bless her heart, has done a good job in making it all work, and I. Uh, it's 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 been amazing for me and i am not tired of it <laughs> oh i am not either i i'll be the first to admit i, I could am. uh i could totally live like this for the rest of my life i know it's not possible you know we gotta get back to work at some point but it i am just enjoying my son i'm enjoying my wife i'm enjoying my dog I'm enjoying my house you're enjoying your life yeah i know i'm right there with I, you I, I just feel so different. I told my wife the other day, I said, you know, and I don't know if I, I shared this with you or not. I can't remember. But I told her, I said, for right now, making substantially less money than I normally make, substantially less, I feel the richest I've ever felt in my yeah. entire life. Mm-hmm. And not rich monetarily. It's not a monetary thing. But just an all new appreciation for how much... I've missed in my life and how much I'm getting to enjoy things now that I haven't before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel healthier. Yeah, absolutely. I feel healthier. I feel stronger. Less stressed. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like my whole person is changing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know? I will say this. My wife's a stay-at-home wife and mom, so is yours. And I, I just want to say that stay-at-home moms and wives have a way or stay-at-home dads whatever yeah have a way harder job than i think anybody can imagine totally i have a i have an all-new appreciation for it i mean i see and i know now what she does on a day-to-day basis and how much effort that that takes yeah to not only raise our child but to maintain the household and do all of these things that I'm now helping do. But it's still, it's like, you know, how does she do it? 
know? Yeah, I, I was wondering the same thing. Is like, how does she get all this done? Like, I'm helping out. I feel like I'm helping out a lot. Right. You know? Uh, I cook. I clean. I do my own laundry. Um, I, I feel like I do a lot. And I'm wondering how she did it when I wasn't there to help. Probably because we weren't in the way. <laughs> Probably. I mean... But no, for real. I mean, they just... My, my wife's an incredible person doing an amazing job, you know, and I just, you appreciate those things and you know you do, but then you, you don't really know until you know. It's easy to take for granted. Very, very easy. Very easy to take for granted. But I, I've, I've noticed a lot, um, and I, that's, thank you for bringing that up because that's something I've been wanting to say as well. You know, I, I do have a very new deep appreciation for what a stay-at-home mom does yeah and it's not that i didn't appreciate it before i just had no idea how, right. how much was involved right it's way more than i ever anticipated yeah that's for sure yeah so any of you young men listening out there when you do get married and have kids or young women or young women because there are stay-at-home dads yes don't want to stereotype which is going to bring me to my next topic but just remember when you do have kids how there's a lot of work that that stay-at-home parent does if you're fortunate to be in a relationship where your significant other can stay at home. Um, you know what I've noticed a lot is, it's going to sound kind of weird, but I see a lot of men out in the street playing with their kids. You know, it's nice to see. I, I typically would only have Tuesdays off. So when I would take my kid to the park or when we go outside, you always see the moms with the kids, moms with the kids, moms with the kids. It's nice to see the men and the the, the husband and wife and the whole family together out yeah. daily playing with their kids. And I know, you know, it, it's just, I don't know when that changed, but it's it's good to see. And everybody looks pretty happy, even though the circumstances are a little dire. I think we talked about this a little bit on the last one, on the last podcast, but it it makes me definitely realize the import what's important. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? People. I mean, I am just I'm thoroughly enjoying the time, man. I just I know that sounds bad. I know everybody wants to get back to work, and I do too, at some point here. But just the time. As a society, we spend so much time running, going, being there, working, working our tails off to no end. You know what I mean? Everybody's so invested. And you see all these other countries that don't do that. You know, you see these countries that have four-day work weeks and stuff like that normally. And you're like, man, they seem so much happier. Well, that's why, you know? Because they're able to have the time and enjoy the time with their loved ones and their families, you know? This might be an unpopular opinion, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but life is not all about working, man. It's not, you know? At the end of the day, I used to feel like when I die, I want my wife and kids to be able to say he was a good provider, but that's not what I want. You know what I mean? I want them to say that he was a good dad. And you can't be a good dad unless you're there, if that makes sense. I totally agree, and I I feel the same way. I that's what I want my son to say too. You know, that it's he was a good dad. 
good dad. That's it. I remember talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about our dads and he goes, you know, all I remember about my dad is that he was just tired. Yeah. And he was, his dad is actually in the same business that I was in. So I, I knew what he was saying and he was actually in the same business with, with me. Um, and I feel like I was that guy. Absolutely. For 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. Just tired. Woke up tired. Went go to, to work. Tired. tired at work. Got home tired, but I needed to unwind. I need, you know, an hour or two to just relax and be a normal human. You know, sometimes I won't get home till 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. You know, you got to be back to work at 8. You know, and you're up at 5.30. Yep. You know, it's just like, well, I was just tired. Yeah. And my just... my wife has noticed some different things about me and... You know, I was just trying to explain it to her, and I, I, I didn't explain it to her like that. But that's just all it, I, I felt, and I feel completely different now. I feel energized. I don't feel. I feel like there's not enough hours in the day. Oh, there's not. I feel like my days are going by super fast. Yeah, and it it, it somewhat craps me out a little bit because it's like, man, dude, my days are just going by quick. Yeah. But I think that's because I'm appreciating every minute. Yeah. You know what I mean? And. I'm not burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And I think that's important. I don't think following this whole scenario, I think we as a country need to reevaluate how we do things and what we do about things moving forward. Yeah. I, I really think that I'm reevaluating things myself. I'm reevaluating a lot of different sections of my life, like monetarily, physically, mentally. Um, all that stuff has all changed for me. You know, I, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm right there with you. And I've never been the kind of guy to work out, but this working out every, you know, I work out every other day. God, it's made me feel so good. You know, I I feel like I missed out a lot. You know, because I wasn't doing it. I didn't. I always use the excuse I'm too tired. Or I don't have time. I know moving forward, no matter what happens, I will always make time to to improve my health and maintain myself. I think you have to. Yeah, you have to try. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I do, but well, you did that challenge. Yeah, and I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. I mean, I I was telling my wife the other day. Actually, I said, you know, I I have I felt terrible before that. Then I felt probably the best I'd ever felt in my entire life. Yeah. And now I'm getting back to that terrible section. Yeah. And I don't know if I need to go to that extreme again, mm-hmm. but doing maybe a mix, you know what I mean? Of, of like maybe half Yeah. to keep it up. You were on point. I mean, when, oh, you, yeah. were, when you were going through that, you were, I mean, you, you had said you were tired, but that's because of our work schedule. And when you, you, you were doing two 45 minute workouts a day. Yeah. And what drinking like a gallon yeah, of water? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was no alcohol, intense. nothing. Yeah. yeah. So that I mean, I commit. You were, you you. I knew you felt great. I tell you what, more than anything, my mind was razor sharp. Yeah. And it was just important. But I think, I think you don't have to go to that extreme to to be in the right frame of mind and and be healthy and all that kind of stuff. But I think you need to do something, you know. If but. you guys, if you guys didn't know, this is kind of a rant section. <laughs> Just letting you guys know. 
Uh, just just ranting about speaking things. of rants if we're gonna if we're gonna rant about something i really want to rant about something really quick because it has been driving me nuts and i feel is like it the dodge charger thing it is the dodge charger <laughs> thing yes and it is it is probably on i on a pretty short list of my most irritating pet peeves in this world and if any of you are listening and it applies to you. I'm. I hope you did not know about it ahead of time, because if you did know about it ahead of time, and this is not new information to you, then we need to have a conversation about your future actions in life. But if you're driving, or if you guys have ever seen somebody driving a Dodge Charger or a Dodge Challenger, and the front of their car has two clips on it most of the time they're yellow sometimes i've seen them blue but those are the only two colors i've ever seen i don't know if they come in any other colors but most of the time they're yellow and they stick out like a sore thumb well that's because they are a sore thumb they're supposed to be removed by the dealer off the front of the car they're to protect the car during transportation so when they come off and on the truck it doesn't scrape the front clip of the car. Well, I see all these people driving around and oh my gosh, in a black car just really irritates me. These black chargers, black challengers with these banana clips on the front driving around like there's some fashion statement. They literally say on the bottom of the clip to be removed by dealer. If you have a Dodge Charger or a Challenger and these clips are on your car, Go out to your driveway or your garage and take them off your car. It's ridiculous. They don't belong on your car. They look like you're an imbecile. They look disgusting and nasty. Take them off the car. They, I happen to think they look pretty cool. They don't. If if I had a Dodge Charger or Dodge Challenger, I would leave them on. No, you wouldn't because I'd take them off for mm, you. I would. I would not appreciate if you did that. Well, I would. 100%. I'm just saying. I'm not going to let you drive around in a nice car because I consider Chargers and Challengers nice. I like those cars. Me too. I'm not going to let you drive around looking like a dork. I would just put them back on. They're not cool. I think it looks cool and it protects the bottom of your bumper. They're not even flush. So There's what? a genuine lip between the front of the car and the banana clip that you have placed on the front of the car for shipment like how do you leave those on there they don't belong they're not the same texture not the same color not the same anything take them off the car it's ridiculous if you want to protect the front of your car put some real protection on it i disagree but don't leave the banana clips on the front of your car when you're driving a black challenger come on man Come on. I think, uh, especially like on the Battleship Gray one. I oh, think it looks my pretty God. Cool. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Battleship Gray with yellow yeah, banana clips. That's cool. Get a life, man. You're insane. <laughs> take them off your car. If you got that car, take them off the car. If I see you with those things on your car, I will give you a thumbs up. No, if I see them with you, <laughs> if I see you with those on your car, I'm going to figure out what tools it comes with to take them off. It needs what tools it needs to take them off. Maybe the people won't have the tools to take them off. And I'm going to take them off for you because I'm sick of it. It's ridiculous. It just ruins the whole front of the car. Ruins. Absolutely ruins it. Anyways, I, t I, I texted Brandon because I see it all the time and it's so frustrating to me. So I texted him and I said, I got to talk about this because I'm so frustrated with it. 
Something so. else you wanted to talk about was securing your property. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I have these neighbors. I'm not going to describe the neighbors in any way, even though I really want to. But there's some neighbors that are behind me that are, let's just say they're less than neighborly. Okay. They have frequent parties in the summer with very loud types of music that I don't like when into wee hours of the night, live bands. I mean, all of it. And it is very frustrating to me. But last week in the middle of a windstorm, these people's huge. And I mean, probably the biggest patio umbrella I've ever seen in my entire life flew over onto my side of the fence. And so I go outside, I'm able to get up enough to peek over their fence, and I'm waving my arms and I'm yelling, hey, and lo and behold, the lady's just sitting there staring at me. Right there. Like, how did you not notice that your umbrella was flying in the wind onto somebody else's property? You're sitting right there. Please. And it, and it was like, it, it, it felt like it took an act of Congress for her to come outside so I could help her get her umbrella back over the thing. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, I understand you're sorry, but you need to secure your property. Secure it properly. If you're not using your umbrella outside and it's windy, put the umbrella down. This goes back to what we first, first talked about. Common sense isn't very common anymore. But it's just frustrating to me. Secure your property, you know. I see people all the time have stuff out in front of their house, blowing down the road, you know. Like these people, it's their first time you know, living. I'm wondering how some of these people make it through the night without help, you know. It, it, figure your stuff out, man. Come on. I shouldn't have to help you get your umbrella back over because you didn't have the brains to put it down in a windstorm. It's just, it, it's frustrating to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm overreacting. I probably am because I do all the time. But it's just irritating to me. Very, very irritating to me. Use common sense. Please use common sense. So, Nick, what's the first thing you're going to do when they reopen America? The first thing I'm going to do yeah. when they reopen America? Nothing. Nothing different, huh? No. No, this, for me, the type of person that I am, I, I, I consider myself a homebody. I'm not a I'm not a same here clubber. I'm not a yeah. any of those kind of things. So, spending time at home for me is not that challenging. Yeah, it's, it's really not. And honestly, I've enjoyed it so much that it's this is not dra other than financially and um, going to work and stuff like that. It has not drastically affected my life in a negative way. Yeah, the only thing I really miss that I think I'd probably want to do is. Like, I miss going out to a Mexican restaurant. I really like going out and having, you know, some good carne asada and just, you know, hanging out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pass on that. Uh, and then uh, maybe, like, a steakhouse. Again, I'll pass. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. That's something I enjoy doing. Yeah. But other than that, there's not really much I miss. No. I... I, I don't go to bars. I don't... No, me neither. Club. Yeah, I don't... Me neither. I like the grocery stores to be normal again. I mean, I'm waiting in line for groceries. Is uh, I feel like it's like 
straight communism. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I, I, I'm looking forward to them being to, to where I can go to a grocery store and I can get the things I need to get yeah. like I normally do. You know what I mean? That's that's what I'm really looking forward to. I feel bad when I see like old, especially older people without masks. Like and I don't know if they're resisting things or if they can't get them or if they're not informed. I mean, a lot of your a lot of the news I get is through social media, you know, like it's it's just stuff that people that I follow put and then if it's something interesting I'll research it so and most of these older people don't have access to that or or don't know how to use it properly so I I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that but that's just something like I was standing in line at the grocery store and this guy was just staring at me with my mask and my gloves on and I didn't I don't know if he was like how he felt like did he wish he had him I would have gave him one I have extra like new ones in my car you know, but I don't want to start. I don't, it's like I want to mind my own business. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's kind of like the, the whole thing right now is everybody's like super minding their own business. Right. And you have the occasional like guy who just freaks out. Right. You know, if you get in a space. Yeah. But it's just it's weird. I've seen some pretty cool things, though, that people have done. Like I saw one guy, he, he literally took those uh, those pool things that go in the pool the floaties little tubes i don't know i can't remember what they're called right now you know what i'm talking about they're like i don't know three or four inches around like oh this. the guy that made a hat out of them? yeah, yeah he made i the, saw that made the hat yeah. out of them yeah that is pretty cool that's man. basically what he did is he um it, he made like a six foot radius hat right so nobody could get near him <laughs> out of those i mean it things. looked like it'd be hard to just put on yeah well, how do you get it to the store right you know yeah. what i mean he had to have a truck or something something yeah but it was just funny yeah. i've seen some comical things like that that have been fairly entertaining to see which to me is a sign that people are not losing their sense of humor which is good well and we're gonna go into our next segment which is reviews and there's a couple things i want to review um the first thing we did this on our first podcast, but I feel like it's necessary to do this on again. But I want to talk about Call of Duty. Okay. Still enjoying the game. Still enjoying Warzone. One of the best games I've played in a long time. I'm okay with the battle passes. I'm sick of the cheating. I do play on a console. I do have a very nice high-end computer. I should have probably downloaded the game, but I'm too vested into the console at this point i don't know why i'll never make that mistake again um because the in warzone if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure you have to cross play has to be enabled and the, the pc guys just they kill it you can tell who's on pc and who's not you can tell but you know what for me even if i had a high-end pc which i want to build one eventually here um i still think i'd rather just play it on my xbox because you can't sit on your couch, you can't be in a comfortable... I mean, yeah, it's somewhat comfortable being in a gaming chair, but I don't know, it's just something about being able to just sit down, relax, put my feet up, and just, you know, play well, Warzone. Yeah, where I play, it's it would be more comfortable on my computer than... Because than, I don't play in my living room. Oh. Yeah, I have, like, my own office, and it's a kind of a small space. And uh, it, it, putting a couch in there would be very awkward. I got gotcha. you. I, I wish. I mean, I'm sure there's a way. My my wife happens to have a good background in that kind of stuff. Maybe she can help me figure that out. But um, I never asked. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I was too tired. So are you only playing Warzone in the game? Or are you playing... Right now, exclusively Warzone. I... I'm not very good at the game. I get maybe two, three kills on average around. I'm very conservative. I have no problem just like... I like the survival aspect of it more than like... Oh, me too. Combat. So that that is what I was about to say, which is... That's one of the reasons why, unless I'm playing with somebody I know, I really only play solos. Because I don't really want to be on a team because people tend to play different ways. There's people that yeah. want to go out and just fight, 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 fight. I'm going to kind of tie all this in together here. But people have watched Floyd Mayweather box. Okay? And they say he's not a good boxer because he doesn't strike the way other boxers do. Well, last time I checked, in the sport of boxing, the object wasn't to see how many times you could get hit. Yeah. Okay? The object is to win the match. Mm-hmm. However that happens. Right. Dodging, bo- dodging strikes from your opponent and landing some strikes. You know, however you want to do that. Yeah. But the object's not to get hit. Yeah. Okay? And my object, when I'm playing Warzone, is to not see... How many times I can put myself in a situation where I could possibly die. Yeah, right. I'm trying to survive as long as possible and then execute when I need to. Right. You know what I mean? That's my strategy. Yeah. So I loot. I do all those things as much as I can get the best setup I can to give me the best chance at the end to win. See, I, I always play quads, but I don't have anybody that I play with. Yeah. Like, I don't... I, I remember when I was a little bit younger, like, we had... The crew every right. night. It was me and this guy and this yeah. guy and this guy, uh, you know. And we all sh- bought the new games and enjoyed the same games. I don't have that anymore. That we've all kind of grown up and kids and moved on. And um, I like quads though because I like the challenge of if one of my guys goes down, I actually get a little bit of a rush by seeing reviving. if I can go helping him <laughs> yeah. and reviving him. You know. I get that. I and if I can't, I can't. But I, I will always do my best. And also, they can revive me if something happens, it, which right. further gets me further along in the game. Than you don't have to run and gun with those guys. You know, you can go off and do your own thing. Yeah, but I disagree with that. I think if you're gonna play in a team, you guys got to be in the same geographic. And I do. I'm, I'm just saying you could if you wanted, but I like I like the idea of uh, being able. I like the the rush of reviving somebody. It's cool. Yeah. I, I I'm not taking that away from you. I just I don't know. I kind of like being like a lone wolf. Like, I get that too. Like, um, if there's anybody that's a lone wolf in this world, it's me. I get it. You know. You know. Out of all my wins on Warzone, I would say probably 90 of them are in solos. Yeah. Just because I worry about me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the other thing is, if all your teammates are dead, and you're playing against a whole other squad, and they got three or four guys, they're going to outnumber you pretty easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, That's I true. Know. I never thought about that. It, it's just one of those things. And then, I, I really don't like the aspect of, like, if you're playing quads, like, and they don't make it through the showers. So you got three or four dead teammates, and you have this certain amount of money. Who do you buy in? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. and then somebody leaves. And it's just, ugh. it's just, uh. Yeah, I'll uh, play with people I like, or I'll play solos. That's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah, 
I, and, and everybody's got their own i can appreciate that everybody's got their own preference you mm-hmm. know but it's a great game i've been playing uh more of the multiplayer version because i have the full version do you have the full version of the game mm-hmm. did you buy it mm-hmm. okay so i don't know if that's free right now or not i heard a rumor that it might be what the full version not the campaign but all the multiplayer stuff uh-huh. But I've been playing a lot of Search and Destroy, and I find that game very fun. Mm-hmm. Small maps usually, and just the thing I don't like about the those game modes is it's the same choke point, same maps. I go to the same spot every game. You know, for it's too repetitive. Well, I do the same thing in Warzone. Oh, I don't. The map's too big to like. There's not like you don't see the same checkpoints every match. No, you don't, but I always have based upon where the trajectory of the plane is going and the circle on the of the of the map, you know, the first circle, mm-hmm. I always kind of have this designated area where I'm gonna go. You know? I very rarely like will just immediately jump into like downtown. Oh no. It's not yeah. it's not what I'm gonna no. do. No. You know. Um, I like going to places I haven't been before. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I like doing, like just exploring surviving yeah you know i try to stay away from vehicles um one thing i this is kind of a small thing but one thing i think is really cool about that game is that you get experience points in the pre-match it is yeah that is very i think that's cool you know that's that's a really neat feature it keeps you engaged you know i i wish more games did that yeah I, i really used to like PUBG, but PUBG it then it takes it took a long time to play that game yeah you know i don't know why like warzone you can jump if you just want to play for like 20 minutes you could just jump in and play PUBG, for some reason felt like it took a long time i try i played PUBG the other day actually yeah and it felt so analog compared to playing warzone oh yeah and it it was just I could see how it could still be appealing. I get it because it's just so raw. Yeah, but it's just Warzone's just so much more fun. Yeah, so much more. Fun. I love. By the way, I loved PUBG when Me it came too. out. I, I loved I it. Really, we used to talk about playing it all the time. Yeah, I enjoyed that game a lot. It was really hard, and you had to be fast. Uh, just the way the attachments work and all that kind of stuff. You know, if you ever watched a guy like Shroud play, I mean. He was he was on it, yeah. You know, or Choco Taco. That's another guy I like to watch. But um, this Warzone is way more intuitive, way smoother. Just it just works, and they did a really fabulous job with that game. And I, I don't know when I'm gonna stop playing it. But I don't when, either. But when I do, I will probably uh, pick up Red Dead Redemption Two again. I was just I, I keep saying this. I was just talking to my wife about this, but ironically it was we were just talking about i was talking about possibly restarting it and playing because last time i played good mm-hmm. so trying to play bad yeah and seeing how that does i don't i don't like playing the bag i don't either i can't but i can't do it it's a different storyline though i know i just i can't just even if it's a game i just can't it's do hard bad thing it's really hard it's just not the i'm not wired that way i know i'm right there with you like you know you're playing that game and you accidentally shoot somebody that's like on a horse or something that you shouldn't have shot yeah and you're i'll like, restart oh. i'll go back to my last save point yeah you know like yeah. when i play grand theft auto i used to do that all the time like if i accidentally ran over somebody yeah. you know i'll go back to a save point i don't care how far along i, I was so 
I saved as much as I could in those kind of games. Yeah. It's like I save every five minutes. It's funny that we say that and then we say how much we like playing Call of Duty. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> it is different. You know what one of my favorite things to do? Killing bad guys. I, Call just, of Duty. I just find so much fun is getting a chopper and blading people. It's yeah, I, I, haven't, it's, I haven't tried that. It's so entertaining to me. I can usually, depending on where it's at, I can usually get two, three. I've gotten five or six a couple times. But it's funny, like, when people start shooting at you with a pistol and they're, like, in the middle of an open area and I'll just go f- get them with the blades. It's so much fun. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Call of Duty, it's a, it's a great game. I'm so glad that they went back to a good game because I think there was so much pushback. It was turning into Halo. It was. Yeah. And it was getting so futuristic and I stopped. Yeah. I same, stopped buying them. Me. I stopped playing them. Yeah. And I think that they saw that decline and yeah. that feedback from people. And so they made the decision to kind of go back to the basics, which I really think they did a good job. And I really appreciate it. Something else I want to review is uh, I started watching a series on Netflix called the Ozarks. I've heard of that. I haven't watched it. Um, a lot of people have told me to watch it. I know a lot of people that watch it. I tried watching, kind of similar to Tiger King, I tried watching an, an episode and wasn't feeling it. And then several people in my bubble uh, have been telling me to watch it. So I started watching it. It's a really, really good show. This It's about a guy who uses his brain instead of the brawn. Okay. Okay. Which is you don't see too much. Everything. Everybody's a tough guy in Hollywood right now. Everybody's, you know, this. It's just different. There's nothing intimidating about this guy. It's about a guy and his family. He's an accountant for the cartel, and uh, my wife started watching it with me on episode three of season one, and she's like, "I don't get it." And I'm in. If you started on episode three, season one, you wouldn't like it. You got to see what's going on. So obviously, right. if you're gonna watch it, start from the very beginning. It's really good. There, you know, Netflix. I'm glad that there's Netflix, but they they really push the envelope with some things, and they put stuff in their in their series that's not necessary. It's really disgusting, and it has adds nothing to the story. And it seems like give me an example. Like, what do you mean, like by disgusting? <sighs> This is a family-friendly show. True. It's, so if you can't elaborate, I understand. If you can't formulate watch it. Okay. okay. Don't watch it with your kids. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it, it really puts me off. And I notice when I start Netflix series, it's like the first four or five episodes are really good. Then it just turns into crap. Yeah. You know, and I, I wish... There's some really good stuff on there that starts off so good, and and I I, I don't think this show's going to end up that way. But there was a scene last night that, in episode three, I believe it's episode three, that's just totally unnecessary. It does nothing nothing at all for the story. So, gotcha. Uh, is a, it is a good show though? Very well written, good story so far. Uh, I I really can't relate to anybody i don't have to relate to anybody to enjoy a good story but it's it's good hmm. you watch yellowstone right yeah i can't wait for the next season of yellowstone. yeah out of all the shows i've watched in probably the last i don't know five years that is by far my favorite show yeah without a question yeah yeah it's, it's just such a good show and they've just done 
an incredible job with it. I, I personally think I've I've know a couple people that have watched it and they don't like it, which is fine. Um, I just love it. I love that show. When's it come back on? May, June. You know, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I have no idea when it comes back on, but I can't wait for it too. It's usually it was I think it was later in the year last year, but I don't I don't remember. That's one thing we get spoiled with in today's world, especially with like the Netflixes of the world, is you get to binge, binge, binge. So you like get this show and you love the show and you binge watch the whole thing. And then now you gotta wait. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So that's like a normal a normal show where it's like once a week. And it's hard for me to not just like want to binge watch the whole entire thing. It's just, my, it's, uh, it's my, my son's a perfect example. We, we were watching The Mandalorian. He loves The Mandalorian. And we got to the end and he's like, I want another one. I'm like, well, you got to wait till the next season comes out. He goes, I want another one. And it's like he doesn't understand. Like, Did you hear that there's a show coming out that's like behind the scenes for The Mandalorian? Yes, I think I did. it's like ten hours or something. Yeah. where unseen footage and all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. if he's into that, it's you know might be interesting. He's got these Mandalorian Legos that they just came out with, and they got to go everywhere with him. I bet everywhere. Yeah, and all he does is he takes them apart, he puts them back together. Sometimes he'll put Kylo Ren's head on one, and it'll be like an undercover Mandalorian. You know, he just loves. I don't even it. know what Mandalorian is. What? I have no idea. I have no idea. Oh, you, you haven't seen Star Wars, huh? No. Yeah. I, 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 I'm i going to make a lot of people irritated right now, but I cannot stand sci-fi. Like, at all. Star Wars, uh, Star Trek, um, none of those. Like, I just, I can't do it. My wife, it drives my wife sane because I can, insane because I cannot watch Doctor Who. It's just I don't I, even know what that is. It's an it's a sci-fi show, yeah. also a big series. People are like, Whovians or whatever. Okay, do you like westerns? Old westerns? Yeah. Yes. Star Wars and especially The Mandalorian is really. People have known to, kind of describe them as like a futuristic west western. Let me ask you a question. In a western, what are they riding on? Horses. Okay. In Star Trek, what are they riding? I don't in? like Star Trek. Star Wars. Speeders. Are speeders real? It's a simple question. Are speeders real? Yes or no? No. Okay. Are horses real? Yes. Okay. So not even completely close to the same thing. <laughs> okay. You're talking about something that is real, that is what live. What does a modern day outlaw drive? I don't know. A, a sports car? A modern day outlaw. A sports car. A, bicycle, a motorcycle. Motorcycle, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So not a spaceship. It's not a spaceship. It's a speeder. It's like a little. It's like a little bike, like a hovering bike. Hovering. Yeah. Hovering. How many motorcycles are on this planet right now that hover over the ground? I'm I'm sure there's somebody's might be developing one. Yeah. But it's not realistic. I'm not interested. I, I, you are missing out. I'm. I probably am. That's great for me. I mean, you don't even have to like Star Wars to get into The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is a Western. No, it's not. Set in the future. Exactly this, this distinct, the distinction that you needed to make. I, I'm really surprised by your... I'm not a fan of Star... I'm not a fan of anything sci-fi. I'm not either. 
I don't like science fiction either, but I do like Star Wars, and I do like Mandalorian. I like things that are real, that are tangible, that you can touch, feel, smell, taste. I like being in a in a in a better like when I'm watching TV. I like to I like to just put myself in like like that's why I love Yellowstone so much because I love imagining myself on that ranch, just riding around, you know, with the horse. And a lasso, and roping me a calf. <laughs> I don't know. I can't picture myself on a spaceship, traveling through outer space, with laser beam guns, and you know, fighting these robots. Like I, I just can't do it. Like it's well, it's just impossible. See, for have me. you ever even tried to watch it? What Star Wars? Yes. Okay. I've like I've, which one? Like the I old, have no idea. Old ones. I don't know. Like that's another 70s? thing. That's one. Since we're in the reviews. Section here. I'm gonna review this really quick. I cannot stand movies that go out of order. I agree. Out of order. Yeah. I. I. I, I, I so I'm not gonna go as far as say I can't stand it. I can't. It does cause me to lose interest. Like my wife is so. She's watching all these Star Wars for the first time. And she's so confused. It's yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not interested. So I'm not interested. I'm, in that I at think all. they lose a lot of a lot of viewers that way. Um, I, 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 I literally cannot stand it whatsoever. Yeah. If one is supposed to be one, then make it one. Don't make one, then seven, then five, then nine, then six, then two. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. You're being ridiculous. One last thing I want to review is um, I love to cook. I find it therapeutic. I think I mentioned that on the last podcast. I've been doing a lot of it since um, I've been home. And I made a crab cakes the other night, and I was telling somebody about it, and he said, "Hey, you should talk about that on your podcast." So, uh, if so, the first thing he said is, "You know, isn't it a lot of work, like getting the crab out of the legs, you know, or claws?" And I'm like, "Well, a lot of people don't know this. I guess nobody's ever heard of this. But when you go to the grocery store, there's the the seafood section." And there's usually a little black refrigerated area or a blue refrigerated area right next to the to the seafood deli counter, right? So in that little black or blue refrigerated area, there's an eight ounce cup uh, cup of claw meat or lump crab. Okay, he never even heard it. He thought that was fake crab. It's not. It's real crab. Uh, it comes in an eight ounce. Uh, little cup. It's sealed. It's lasts a long time uh, because of the way it's packed. So I made crab cakes. You'll also see like lump cra- uh, fake crab in that same little case, and you'll see like little you know sushis that they made or uh, refrigerated shrimp that's already cooked. You'll see all that kind of stuff in that little case. But they'll they'll have the little blue container, or sometimes it's maybe a different color. And you want to get the the lump crab meat, not the claw. And th- this particular, you can Google uh, the recipes, but this one was different that I used because it called for saltine crackers instead of uh, um, breadcrumbs. Usually, everybody uses breadcrumbs. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. What kind of breadcrumbs were you using? Yeah, so I was fully prepared. I have panko and Italian breadcrumbs in my home. But th- I, this recipe looked good because it called for saltines in 
saltines and, and seafood go together. They do. Uh, so you crush the salt. You put the, the saltines in a plastic bag and you just crush them. It was 14 saltines for uh, a 16-ounce recipe of crab. So you get two of those little cups. I think they're like eight or nine bucks. And if you've ever been to the wharf in San Francisco and gotten a cup of their crab, you guys know what I'm talking about. That taste, it just tastes so good. You're like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe I only eat this while I'm in San Francisco. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it called for the saltines and it called for a couple other things. The other thing you're going to need is Old Bay seasoning. Okay. It is sacrilegious to make crab cakes with Old Bay seasoning, without Old Bay seasoning, excuse me. So it's a yellow can with a red top. It's Old Bay. It's used for a lot of seafood. Um, But if you Google the recipe, I can actually even post a link up on our, on our uh, Instagram. Yeah. But it, it was so good. My wife loved it. My kid even loved it. Just, you know, you cook it. It's easy to cook couple minutes on each side or you can bake it you know uh there's it was a really good recipe and we'll put it up just something for you guys out there if you want to try something different very easy anybody can make it anybody can make it if you don't know how to cook you can make this and it's delicious i don't know if you know this or not but literally if i had to pick one food that i could eat for the rest of my life and only one food it would definitely be crab yeah not a question of my mind. Yeah, I would. I don't even have to think about it. And so I'm gonna have to get that recipe from you because I'm gonna try I'm gonna to email it to you right now so you can post it. I uh, I love crab. I, oof, I love crab. I like seafood in general. There's some seafoods I don't like, but crab, holy moly. Well, when you get when you find this little cup, have you seen these little cups? I of think crab? I have. Yeah. <laughs> Makes life real easy. Yeah. I've been so tempted so many times to go to the Costco and they have a 10 pound box of crab legs and just have myself an entire huge crab feast at my house. Like I just, I just want to do that one day. It's just a lot of work. I don't care. I don't care. Like to, to like, I don't like playing around with crab legs. Oh, I love it. Cracking those legs open. Oh boy, busting open a big, big, huge claw of meat. Oh, there's nothing like it on this planet, let me tell you. And my wife's not a big seafood person, so oh. it makes it a little bit challenging. Yeah. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Oh, that's about all I got. Has you got anything else? No, man. I think. Uh, anything you want to review? No, not really. Not really. I mean,. Nothing notable that I can say I want to review. Guys, keep the feedback coming. We really enjoy it, good or bad. I don't care if you bash us. Uh, For the guys that suggested the formats, I really appreciate your feedback, and I appreciate your time listening to us on our podcast and you know helping us get better. Uh, We only want to continue to get better and better. And again, if you have any ideas of a permanent solution for podcasting other than Going through these Airbnbs, I would greatly appreciate it. You yeah, know. definitely. Um, I'm, I'm, we're going to do our best to edit out a few of the things. I obviously don't know how it sounds because I haven't listened to it yet. But, uh, you know, there was some lawn mowing going on and some dogs barking and some chickens making noise. So we'll do our best and uh, hopefully the audio quality will be up to par and it'll be um, you guys will be able to listen to it with 
with some enjoyment. So, um, as always, if you guys could please share this episode with at least one person that you know that you think would enjoy it, that'd be great. We're really trying to get this podcast off the ground here and get some people to listen to it. And we had pretty good feedback. We, we had did. We good, had good really listeners. Good feedback. Good feedback. Um, I, I know there's people that I don't know that are listening to it, Correct. which is good. Um, and we're not really marketing this to a lot of people. We're no. just kind of telling our family members. So uh, we appreciate you guys spreading it out. And we're getting some organic listeners, which is helping. Helping, and uh, you know we just we greatly appreciate it. We're going to be working on I think some some pretty cool things here going forward. So we'll we'll keep you guys all up to date when that happens. But. Uh, as always, you can email us at ninjarobotdino1 at gmail.com. That's the number one. Um, we have a Twitter page. We have an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page. We're on Podbean, and we're on iTunes Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. So all of those locations, you can find us. I'm still working on the getting the bugs worked out on the YouTube channel. So um and if you guys can recommend or, or like to listen to podcasts or know people that like to listen to podcasts on any other format, please let us know. Uh, your feedback would be greatly appreciated. But I think for now, that's all I got. You got anything else, Brandon? That's it. All right, Over guys. Over and out. We appreciate it, and we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.